Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read to what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. Oh, this is Jeremy. Oh, I'm going second now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Ruthie isn't here for this episode, but we have a special guest here, Derek. Derek from the Geekdom Fancast. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I will take special guests any day. I, I very much appreciate that. I feel yeah. very, very important. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I still, I, I, in salute to Ruthie, I will bring the Virgo representation for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's get it, let's get it going here. Um, I guess there are some things that since we took a week off last week, we didn't really get to cover some of the things that happened, like the whole Netflix thing. Uh, everybody's saying the sky is falling, Netflix lost subscribers and all that stuff, blah, 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 blah. The thing is, though, is that I'm not sure if you saw my comic strip. It's not a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal. How about you guys? What was the final number? 500. That they lost? They, they lost, yeah. 200,000 200, subscribers. Out of how many? <laughs> Don't they have like something like 300 million people or whatever? Yeah, it's like 250 last, if I'm correct. So yeah, it's not that big a deal. I mean, they, they, you know they I mean? do say that they're going to lose an additional like 2 million in the next quarter. Okay. So, I mean, it's, but it's still like somebody, a small percentage. Someone have yeah. the calculator up? What's the, what's the percentage of that? <laughs> I know, you I know, know I, mean? I know, I know. It, it it seems like because because Netflix is the big dog, everybody likes to like yes. you know oh the you know the, the you know the the big dog yeah. is like failing and yay kind of thing. The thing is, I'm not uh I didn't go to like a fancy school or like a business major, but I don't, I just don't think exponential growth is like realistic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not going to always skyrocket. You know what I mean? If any business, I don't think it's unrealistic. You know what I mean? I believe you should retain your your thing. Should be profitable. Maybe you know. Maybe don't spend billions and billions of dollars on things that people don't want to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe losing that maybe losing friends in office was a bigger deal that I made fun of mm-hmm. many months ago. But yeah, I don't I don't think it's the sky is falling. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, Derek. Oh, the thing that um, I'm not clear on, and you know, I I admit I haven't done proper research. Is that isn't it some? I, I'm thinking two hundred thousand subscribers or whatever. It's like yeah, like you're saying, there's so many millions and millions that they have. But mm-hmm. the the interesting thing is, didn't they say something like they lost like fifty billion dollars? How are they figuring that oh, out? Oh, that's the stocks. The, yes. the stock but market. isn't that a big deal? No, that that is a big deal. The stock market okay. is a big deal, and that's that's the reason why they're reacting. Because like, come on, guys, it's just two hundred thousand dollars. Why are you going to sell our stocks? Come on, you know yeah. that, that's why they're reacting because the stock market yeah. actually does affect them. But in terms of subscribers, I think they're fine. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how does that? How does this the stock losing the stock affect the company, or it doesn't? Or well, no, it less money. affects their uh, way, their going forward, the ability to lend and borrow more money. You know Correct. Because right? oh, all okay. that millions of dollars that they didn't spend to retain friends and office, they took the gamble. They say they flipped it over. They flipped over the money that they invested from you know retaining intellectual property to invest it in their own TV shows and yep. movies. You know what I mean? And you know, we, I don't know what the number is. In, I don't have it in front of me, but the, it's like billions of dollars, right? Billions. You, you look at the yeah. yeah, the like the stick at exponential uh, charts. The money that they invested for original programming has blown up exponentially. You know, mm-hmm. billions and billions of dollars and stuff like that. So that's what that's that's the concern. So basically, they're going to have to like play more with house money instead of getting loans. Yeah, no, no, they still get loans. Money, yeah. uh, Netflix, yeah. the way, no, but it's smaller loans. I think the way I described it to somebody was that Netflix is like the regular Joe who's who's like living paycheck to paycheck, right? Mm-hmm. They make X amount of money a month, but they spend it all. Because they want to invest on shows or TVs or movies, and then they make the they make the next amount of money the next month, and then they spend it all to more stuff. 
Yeah. Right. They That's- spent $400 million on Ryan, two Ryan Johnson movies. Correct. And those movies just, are just people in a room talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, guys. Yeah. It's not just Ryan Johnson, but yeah. Yeah. $400 million is a lot for, for, talking, for two talking exactly. movies. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, think, I think this will be a good lesson for Netflix to like, hey, uh, you got to be like, Careful with your money. Don't just keep spending, yeah. spending, spending. Well, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it does sound like they possibly, like, they're not, they don't have a problem maybe yet, but they, what they're doing is not working. No, what they're doing was kind of working. I mean, they, they got the subscribers in the first place for a Emphasis reason. Emphasis right? on was, though, yeah. You, you, had, you had shows like Squid Game and All of Us Are Dead for a reason, right? And those things exist because they were spending, spending, spending. But now I think they had to start thinking like an actual network and be careful what they, they they invest it. I'll do like a sports analogy. It's a little bit like the Yankees. You know what I mean? They spend much more than any other kind of baseball team, and just based on the money that they spend, they'll have like a winning a winning average, quote unquote. You know what I mean? They'll get some playoffs. They'll get the Squid Games and blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, they they need to spend the money more more wisely and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Their percentage of good content versus the money they spent is not nearly as good as let's say HBO Max or even like. Uh, uh, Apple TV and stuff like that. Correct. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like they, need to, they need to relax a little bit. You yeah. know, just, just, I was telling Albert on, on previous podcasts, it's like they people keep throwing out uh, Netflix's algorithm, algorithm and stuff like that. It's not, to me, it's not just the algorithm. It's just the, the 52-week calendar. It's like yeah. every every week they have to have some sort of content. You know what I mean? Not just in one's, uh, uh, one demographic, like a movie. or you know, They have to have Things in all their all their demographics, you know what I mean? Like kids show, TV mm. mo- TV shows, movies. Like every, you know what I mean? It's like relax a little bit, you know. Yeah. Just calm down. <laughs> yeah, they, it's not just like, it's not just like Fridays. Like you remember they used to launch things on Friday. Now they launch things like on Wednesdays. You know, Russian Doll came out on Wednesday last week. It's like, right? Okay, okay, settle down, yeah, settle down. It, it, do, you, do you remember when Netflix had like one thing to release a week? Yeah, and now it's like so many. Wait, when you have like YouTube channels dedicated to like. These are just the these are the content coming out in Netflix this week. Mm-hmm. That means you have way too many content. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, they, yeah. We get a we get uh, or I don't know saying we I, I get emails. Um, I don't know if you guys do too from from them, and it says like here's you know Netflix's calendar for like the month, and I'm like Jesus, I'm like yeah. it's like I can't even barely glance at it. It's just so much. I'm like I don't, I'm not reading this. <laughs> yeah, it's too much, man. It's just too much. Yeah. So yeah, so they're they're probably going to go ahead and hold some of their money and. Invest on things they know will be success, which means more red notice. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how they what they how they gonna react. Are they react by investing, taking that money and putting it in big stars, big big IP, or are they going to what do you call it? Do the other route where you know invest in like you know Squid Games because they put a, or we read earlier this year they invested a lot of money in uh, North, South, South Korean, Korean content. Yeah. Stuff like, you know what I mean? Or are they gonna do that approach? So. Let's just see how they react. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, less power, less power of the dog. That's all I got to say. <laughs> no, I, I honestly think that this is going to affect that. Their Oscar race was only affordable when they have so much money to toss into it. But now that they don't have as much money, they're going to have to second guess tossing in the Oscar bait movies. I really think so. Yeah. yeah. But of course, the production has already gone through for a lot of them. So maybe by next year, we'll finally see the results of, of what was cut and what was not, you know. Yeah, I think the immediate the immediate reaction was I think they cut their animation division, right? Yeah, I saw yeah, a lot so. of people doing RIPs for the animation division and stuff like that. Plus a lot they of just, didn't can. they just cancel like three TV shows? Oh, they they cut some more than that, I think. Well, no, I meant like in the last couple of days, not in like the last month. Mm. I think I don't know. Was it Raising Dion theirs? Raising Dion was theirs, yeah. 
Yeah, they just canceled that they canceled today. I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought that did well for them. They, yeah, uh, I thought it did. Well, apparently not. <laughs> not <laughs> enough. Not anymore. <laughs> wow, my nephew's going to be upset. My nephew actually liked that show. I heard it's a good show. Not that I watched it, but I heard it's Not good really. Show. All right. Okay. All right. Anyways, uh, it's the 556th episode of the show. And as of this recording, it's currently 8.33 p.m., April 26, 2022, in Arlington, Virginia. And it's time to take a look and see what's up. Hey, now. So if you ever <laughs> wanted to work for Amazon, they open up a new position called a banista. Let me, let me repeat a, that. A what? A banista. What, what do you think a banista is? A banista is going to be for their HQ2 complex in Virginia. A banista. What is a banista? Do you know? Just by hearing that word. Not a clue. It's a mix of barista, but I don't know what the second thing is. <laughs> it's, it's, believe it or not, a banana attendant. What does that even mean? <laughs> a banana attendant. What, they make sure the employees are eating enough bananas? Yeah. Here, here's, here's the job description. Potassium is important. (laughs) Unload bananas from boxes into banana stand crates while separating bananas into individual pieces. What? Uh, This is not even this is not even something for the public. This is for their employees at this one location. Is that what you're saying? Sort any bruised or damaged bananas out and place them in the compost bin. Are you sure this is not code for something? This like, sounds hey, like my work hey, now. I know. Is this uh, not code for like, hey, come play for our bananas. Hey, we'll take care of your bananas. Hey. Is uh, that code or anything? Is that, is that <laughs> nothing like that? Uh, tra- it's literally just unboxing and peeling and putting bananas. Uh, tr- track daily. about how this. Track daily metrics in tracking software on distribution, compost, carryover cases, and additional areas as specified by leadership and or Amazon Global Real Estate and Facilities. I have no idea what it has to do with bananas, but okay. Yeah. Uh, track all uh-huh. comments, general inquiries, and public responses to bananas? I mean, like, what? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> to be fair, I think the thinking behind it is bananas are an incredible source for, what, potassium? Potassium gets inside your employees. They have less uh, leg cramps, I guess. You know what I mean? Less injuries, less, you know what I mean? less fatigue. They'll work long hours. Uh, maybe it's maybe bananas one of those things where it kind of absorbs water, so people don't have to pee in the bottles and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They can actually give them restroom breaks. Yeah, exactly. Oh, maybe, look at this. That's what... uh, ability to work at various banana stand locations between seven fifteen a.m. to and four p.m. Wait, this people is even bananas more. This early. is even more. Early. This is more than eight hours. What the hell? People eat a lot of bananas at the DCs, man. Apparently, is is this code for Amazon to say, "Hey, we're we're, we're getting Arrested Development to Prime Video." <laughs> Didn't the rest of the development have like a, a banana stand or whatever? A banana stand, yeah. At the, at the pier did. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe this should have been uh, Netflix's thing. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, speaking of, I don't know, food. <laughs> yeah, make that transition. <laughs> Fine. Go ahead. I, lo- I love how in the – I'm going to bring this up. I love how in the in the in uh, your WonderCon episode that you still found a way, even interviewing someone completely different, interviewing David, that you found a way to do segues even in his interview. I was cracking up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just happens sometimes. You know. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's this bear called Juan Carrito, right? And apparently, he's been kind of like menacing the town by, by going through their food and whatnot. The town is in, uh, where is it? Uh, in Italy. Oh, Roccarosso, 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 a town in the Abruzzo region of Italy, you know, has have this bear named Juan Carito, who who has been ejected multiple times from the town because he keeps he keeps coming back and raiding the bakery of the, of the town, mm-hmm. right? It got to the point where they had to airlift the bear 
and dropped him a hundred miles away. <laughs> what the heck? A hundred miles away. They had to airlift the bear and drop him somewhere wow. else. Like, okay, stay mm-hmm. in the mountains and stay mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Nope. What does he do when he comes into the town though? He just wanders around? He wanders yeah. around, looks for food, and goes to the bakery to eat the bakery. Not the, eat the bakery, <laughs> but eat the contents of the bakery. Yeah. Oh my God. He has a sweet tooth. Right. Yeah, apparently. So apparently, it turns out that he went ahead and like three weeks, it took him three weeks. He walked back a hundred miles and he's back in the town. Oh my God. Because yeah. apparently he really likes that bakery. They got so, some really good brownies or pastries or something, man. He's Take as a compliment, man. <laughs> so, so, so I put that in the advertising. Like, hey, man, this bear walked 300 miles <laughs> from my, ba- from my yeah, bakery. Yeah, dude, there's your promotion item right there. It's yeah. like, isn't that enough to make people yeah. want your stuff if this bear is willing to put that much effort in? I, and I, I hope this I hope this story doesn't have a, like a sad ending. I hope that the guy didn't go all mobsters and stuff like that. No, no, no. So far, from what I can tell, there has been no talk of like putting the bear down or anything like that. Yeah. But the, but the but the bakery needs to rebrand itself, like Bears Bakery or something like that. You know, <laughs> make make a mascot of the bear somehow. Yeah. I have did no they idea. name the bear? I don't know. I don't know if you can ever really tame a bear. But yes. no, because did they name it? Oh yeah, Juan Carito. So yeah. they should use that name for the for the bakery. Oh, Juan Carito's Bakery. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's you know it's still a, a dangerous wild bear, but yeah they should make the yeah, best it's fine. i guess yeah it'll be fine it'll be fine then the next news report will be like one carrito eats a person <laughs> yeah hey when he goes to the bakery does he get bear claws yeah oh. <laughs> uh, speaking of news um this one i think is the best uh, derek is the best person to have in this episode for this news uh elon oh. musk gets twitter for 44 oh, billion dollars yeah did you already see my hostility or something or what? Oh, I have not. I have not seen oh. your post about this because I don't really oh, browse to Twitter. I, I just post. But oh, you you want to share your what you said on Twitter about this news? Oh, I I mean it's Twitter, so I just put something small. But uh, his whole thing on um uh I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but it, him saying that he's going to re-enable free speech because he feels yeah. it's gone away or whatever. And my tweet was, uh, I retweeted that and put translation allowing all uh, racist and hateful co- uh, tweets yeah. to be, you know, flourish, you know, okay. And I'm just like, that's basically what he's basically saying. It's like, yeah. what is the thing that's gone away from Twitter is all the hate mongers and Nazis and, you know, no, but that isn't, that isn't true, though. They're still on Twitter. No, I'm not saying, that, well, obviously they haven't got all of them, but I'm saying like the, that's what Twitter is trying to clamp down on is all the, have they? all the, so, so here's here's my argument. Even though I don't go on Twitter as often as you do, Derek, my argument is that all those people that 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 supposedly went away are still on Twitter, right? Twitter isn't really doing that much to clamp down on this unless somebody complains. And I think the reason why people say, "Oh, there's no free speech in Twitter," is because you know people like Donald Trump and and his ilk have been kicked out of Twitter. Yeah, they were kicked out because they're high-profile Twitter users who are spreading unhealthy misinformation and unsafe in misinformation. That's the reason why they're kicked out. It isn't because of free speech. Free speech is is pretty still common in Twitter. I mean, there there are a lot of people who are breaking the TOS of Twitter left and right. That has not changed. You know, I mean, you can still see naked naked chicks in Twitter, which is not supposed no, to be which is not supposed to be allowed on Twitter. But it's still would, there. I would just say that, like, it's. I think I don't. I don't unfortunately have a personal example, but I would say from what I have seen, though, is that it's a lot harder to 
get away with using any kind of racial stereotyping or racial slurs. And people, if they, people report you now, they're yeah. more, more likely to take your account down or take your tweets down or whatever. Granted, yes, you're not stopping them from making them, but in the sense of like, people can't just like, tweet all this like racial hate or transphobic hate and then people just and then twitter just ignores it if they're reported they will take it down but yeah if somebody if somebody reports it and those usually are the high profile twitter users i'm not a high profile twitter user if i said anything racist nobody's going to really notice well, it depends still yeah. you. the thing well, is that you you're right you're creating an argument where absolute zero is the threshold it, and nothing's gonna be absolute zero twitter or any uh social media is not gonna ha- stop everything you okay. know what i mean that's impossible you also you know what i mean so but the vibe the vibe they're saying the vibe yeah. is like hey Elon must decide to pay 44 billion dollars you know it's not a good thing you know what i mean whatever whatever what kind of improvement twitter has made mm-hmm. to stop hate will, will kind of be rolled back because of this guy that's what they're saying that's I, what they're afraid of i really yeah. think that i know i know he's saying this is for free cheer, uh, free speech, but I think that's a deflection. I think he really wants that edit button. This yeah, is- he paid. <laughs> yeah, he paid forty-four billion dollars for edit button. I really think he really wants that edit button. Wow, he paid forty-four billion dollars for Twitter. He's the richest man in the world. If he wants to pay yeah. forty-four billion dollars for an edit button, that's what he's doing. I remember a few months ago, so I think I mentioned on this podcast, there was a Twitter exchange between like a, a professor and Elon Musk. Right, the, the professor did the math. I forgot what the details were, but he did the math. He said, hey, uh, if these billion, because I think it has something to do with the fact that billionaires became more billionaires during the pandemic. Correct. And the, the, the professor was making the point, like, hey, if X amount of uh, billionaires just did only $1 billion each, we can end global prover- poverty, mm-hmm. you know, with like $10 billion, whatever. Was it global hunger? Was that a hunger? Yeah, global yeah. hunger, stuff like that. It was hungry, extreme, yeah. extreme poverty and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? You're not going to end poverty, but extreme poverty, extreme malnutrition, and blah, blah, blah. And Elon Musk was like, hey, if this is correct, I'll sign a check the next day. But apparently, he had better things to do with his money. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. Apparently, he yeah. had the money to cover that and more. But nah, he decided to forget that. That's just by Twitter. Yeah, and somebody also mentioned on I didn't fact check this, so this might be wrong, but somebody said, Hey, what do you call it? Twitter's profit annual revenue is like five or six billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing as Olive Garden. You know what I mean? Twitter's not that big a deal. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Why you're overpaying it, but whatever. The the tweet that I the, that I've seen go around the most that people you know keep restructuring or re-saying in their own words is basically the gov I don't know, whoever, like you said, some company or group came to Elon Musk and said, we can pretty much cure world hunger with $6 billion. And Elon Musk said, send me that plan, send me your plan or your, whatever your strategy, and I will take care of it. And they sent it to him and then he did nothing. So it's like, they literally told him to put up or shut up and he did nothing. So he can go F off. And it didn't matter because he's Elon Musk, right? No, I know. But like, that's, that's one of the things that a lot of this going around with beyond him wanting Twitter beyond what he does with it. The fact that he is selfishly taking over the social media platform when he could have easily done something better with his money. Right. It's, his, it's his money. He can do whatever he wants. Absolutely. But the point is, is like, don't put up that you can do something and then say, Oh, I'll do that. And then not do it. And then go and do something drastically different. It's, I don't know. The whole thing also, is ridiculously selfish and horrible. The thing is I would push back on the fact that it, it's his money. People have said like real liberal, I mean, Liberal, but real progressive. Hey, no billionaire becomes billionaires by themselves. You know what I mean? Correct. Through through their employees, through government funding and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Subsidies and all that. 
no billionaire is like a sta- is a, it's like it's myth creation. No billionaire is a billionaire just by his own by his or her own, own actions and stuff like that. Elon Musk also famously has 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 been uh, not anti government, but he's very rallied against the government and their policies and taxes, blah blah blah. But you know, a lot of Tesla stuff is subsidized by the government. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? There's a lot of rebates that go into buying a Tesla back in the day and stuff like that. So yeah, so he should shut, shut the f up. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I I think it's because. Like I said, he really was an edit button. He really has a small <laughs> penis, is what you're saying. His dad, did, <laughs> he really his dad didn't button. hug him enough. His he wants parents, to control his seven kids' yeah. Twitter account. Yeah. My, my, my biggest concern with him owning Twitter is the whole thing about like, yeah, he wants to edit, but I think edit, I think I think Twitter not being able to edit anything is a good thing because you can yeah. catch people, you can catch people what they said, like like how Donald Trump got in trouble, right? Oh, by the way, oh, yeah. I just want to add real quick. F the people at Twitter too. Remember a few weeks ago when they talked when Elon Musk. Talked about buying it and stuff like that. The, the, there's a there's a thing that Twitter says. Oh, you know what? If he does try, if one person buy this, what share? Yeah. We're gonna tank. We're gonna poison pill this the Twitter. No, nope, right. they didn't do that. You know, and Jack Dorsey, who also gave like a billion dollars during the pandemic, which is which is a nice thing to do. He's done some good things. But Jack Dorsey, like the one of the founders of 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 of, of Twitter, has always been trying to be progressive, lenient. Yeah, he he put out a statement saying, "Oh yeah." Twitter and this move and this move is probably best for the company, you know. And then people point out, oh, is that be- is that because you get like a billion dollars in cash? Because mm-hmm. that's what he gets out of this. Yep. You know what I mean? A billion dollars in cash. You know what I mean? Everybody talks a good game, and even me, I talk a good game. You know what I mean? But do I have any integrity? Do I have any you know any morals when somebody puts a billion dollars or whatever in front of me? Probably not. You know, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. You know? No, yeah, yeah. My my, my biggest concern uh, is that that it will draw in. All the 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 more of the racist people, more of the hate speech, more more of all that is going to be even more pronounced on Twitter yeah. now. Not to yeah. open up the floodgates. I know they weren't yeah. like I said, they never really left, but now it's actually an invitation. Come over here, and yeah. that's my concern. And the thing is, is like yeah, it's like I I think going back to what I said, I think now if they people are going to be able to allowed to say whatever they want. And if they're hateful and horrible, it's going to be like, well, we have free speech here. That's how we run things here. And there's not going to be any reporting people that's not going to be taking anything down. There's not going to be like, you can just badger and bully the crap out yeah. of anyone. And it's going to be like, Oh, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's my, that's my concern. Yeah. But the moderation uh, will still be around just because Twitter is an international brand. Like Europe, Europe has regulations regarding social media. So Twitter still yeah. has to follow those rules. Right. Mm-hmm. But, the, the, but the point is, is that, any kind of moderation they have now will be less until somebody sues them for whatever. And then they'll address it and then they'll go on their merry way again. So that's my only concern. I mean, like I said, I'm not super active on Twitter, sort of posting the, the episode or whatever. But Derek, you're pretty active. Jamming, you're kind of active also. I'm very active on it. So, so are, are you guys any sort of concern or? I'm very concerned, but there's nothing I can do about it mm. until yeah. like, you know, it, he, until he takes it over and starts messing around with it and stuff. So I, it's, I'm kind of in a wait and see. Okay. Yeah. I'm concerned about, but at, at a point where I'm going to log off, probably not. You know what I mean? It's the number one, it's my number one uh, source of getting news, you know, breaking yep. news. Mine too. That, you know, so. So what can I do? It's you like the I mean? thing it, it, they get news fat. It's faster for a journalist mm-hmm. to tweet something yeah. than for an organization to make an article and put it on their website. No, yeah. you can get it fifteen times faster on Twitter, and then you can find an article like two hours later. And especially <laughs> doing uh, what you call it? basketball playoffs, uh, soon to be hockey playoffs. You know, this is hey man. Live reaction to me, yeah. Uh, Twitter still goes back to what its original intent was like live re- instant reaction, you know. And that's you know, I mean, that's what's this, you know, no, we're right true. in the middle of sports uh, championship uh, yeah. for the NBA, so yeah, 
I'll, I'll even go as far as back as the uh, I'm not sure if you remember this, but Comic Con had the incident where quote unquote somebody got poked in the, got stabbed in the eye, which actually yeah. wasn't a thing. Uh, well, well, I was in Hall H at the time at the same place it happened, and we had no idea what was going on because it was happening on the other side of the room. I actually went on Twitter and somebody posted it on Twitter talking about it, and that's how I even knew what was going on in the room. Yeah, that's how breaking news Twitter can be. And yes, it's yes. true. Only about twenty five percent of U.S. adults actually are on Twitter, but that's still like what one out of five people. That's yeah. still a good amount of number, you know. Well, is that including bots or not including bots? <laughs> <Is> that, yeah. <laughs> And and just because uh, and going on that and just because we're nerds and we are coming up and on our hopeful future con season for 2022, uh, Twitter is very amazing for if you're I don't know waiting to get into a room or you're waiting to you know go to a certain oh. offsite or something and say oh the line for this isn't that long or someone says yeah. oh the line for this wraps around the block well I'm not going to bother going to that thing or like yeah. or you know like if you want a, a special giveaway or a special collectible oh this booth has this you know and they only got ten left and it's like boom you can go right away it's like yeah. it's super helpful yeah. I, 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 and, a, and even on a more serious note actually aside from the instant reaction of it all here's the thing it is uh, and this might be I don't know it might sound odd but we got. It is a nice instrument of empathy as well and stuff like that. Because in my real life, I don't know about you guys, but I don't, I don't, as far as I know, I don't know any trans people. I don't know any gay pe- people and stuff like that necessarily. You know what I mean? The, but the thing is, I, I, I do follow them on Twitter and I hear their stories. I hear their struggles and stuff like that. And it, it does increase my level of empathy towards these marginalized communities and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So on a serious note, I think uh, Twitter has that effect. More than uh, what do you call it? like if I read their stories in a newspaper or even uh, like a newscast, mm. uh, Twitter those threads about how they get discriminated, how they get pushed up, pushed back, you know how they're you know marginalizing this community, it, it matters. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, totally agree. Oh, a lot, a lot of people go to TikTok for that now because apparently that's a lot of things. Oh really? I thought I thought just jokes. I thought it was just jokes and viral videos. I still, okay. I still refuse to embrace it. Yeah. So, I, so at this point, we're all in agreement. Right? We're not going to like cancel our crown or whatever. We're actually going to no, stay no. on it. Like, I'm going to do a wait and yeah, see, though. But I, see. I'm not going to lie that I'm, I'm very pessimistic about what yeah. the future holds. And my whole, my whole thing against Elon Musk is actually, I've been in the market for to buy a car for the last few months. I refuse to buy a Tesla. That's my, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's my stand against Tesla. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I, Elon I, Musk. I'm, I'm still personally still against buying a full electric vehicle because the the infrastructure still doesn't support it as well as you think it does. You're not gonna drive over 300 miles, Albert, a day. Relax. <laughs> Relax. I need to be able to drive to Comic Con and back. When no was the problem. last time you left Los Angeles? That's all I want. To know. <laughs> saying, when was the last time you left Los Angeles? It all comes down to Comic Con. Okay, so there. Oh my God. Honestly, he, oh, never mind. I don't get to it. Worried about his once a year trip to Comic Con, his car is going to break down. I know. Every time I go on YouTube to review that the car, blah blah, they tell me, "Oh, the mileage is only two fifty. Go through." Relax, everybody. Relax. You're not going that far. Okay, everybody. <laughs> all right. You just go. You just you just go and get a burger at most. You know what I mean? Just, Go to work, get hamburger, 40, 50 miles each day. Relax. I see. Yeah, that. So you just can't drive it to like Colorado or Florida. I know. Right? Seriously. You know? <laughs> I still say the answer is hybrid. Right now, the answer is still hybrid. In the in the in, in a, full disclosure, that that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. I'm getting like a hybrid car and stuff. Absolutely. But still, yeah. And on a, on a complete on a completely uh, uh, somewhat similar thing, just because we mentioned it. Did uh, I don't know if how. Uh, knew this news is but i saw a thing that the guy from tiktok sold it too sold TikTok? i thought, t- I yeah. thought it can't be 
it's owned by the Chinese. Yeah, the majority yes, of it. Yes, but the guy that well, what, however it works, the guy that created it sold sold his stake or whatever. I'm or surprised sold he hasn't had. done that yet. I mean, huh? I'm surprised he hasn't already done that. Yeah, but it was something I forget. It was billions though that he got for, and like the guy. I don't know. Like, how... I don't even think he's thirty or he's barely thirty or something. Like the guy's gonna be able to sit on his ass. It, it sounds to me like you're saying like he sold his shares to to TikTok or whatever that is. I, you, know well, you know what? I will admit, I'm. I did the lazy thing. I read the headline, and that's it. Okay, oh, okay. That's fair <laughs> okay. enough. But basically, it was basically saying that the guy that created TikTok is no longer a part of TikTok, which was just. I was like, damn, he he made sure to get out good. Hmm. Okay, and uh, that's what's up. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five by Five. Oh, you can find me on Twitter J I A M I N G L O U. Derek, tell the listeners where they can find you online. Uh, I am at Twitter and Instagram at the Geek Potato. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whowhatworsewhy.com as well as the show notes. Uh, before we wrap this up, I want to just cover the fact that uh, over the weekend, oh, well, backtrack here a bit. In the beginnings <laughs> of this podcast, I, I did like, try to make an effort to go to as many conventions as possible, like practically like once a month or every other week, I would be in the convention. And then the past two years, past few years, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to my basic. WonderCon and Comic-Con, and that's it. And so far, I've been pretty good. However, over the weekend, there was this thing called an anime social that happened near nearby where I live. And and my wife was actually going to... She was actually going to go, and she mentioned it to me. I'm like, well, if, if you're going, I'm going, right? So imagine this. It's a supermarket and a food court, and somehow there's an anime social. A supermarket, a food court, plus cosplayers and also a pop-up maid cafe was set up over there with anime vendors and all that stuff is this the place by tyler's house no not the place by tyler's house you know but it it was bizarre going there seeing cosplayers in that environment because you know like uh, like this one the supermarkets where like old people go to shop stuff and you say so you have old people coming into shop and then they're like who are these people (laughs) yeah dressed up in like (laughs) in like and and like one of the one of the people in, in in there in there was one of your typical things that you would see in Comic Con or WonderCon. It's like a skimpy uh, like a like a girl yeah. in like a, a skimpy bunny outfit. Yeah. Right. Hey, how come Grandpa's uh, jerking off in the corner there? What's going on here? <laughs> wow. What's happening, wow. Grandpa? Wow. Put your pants back on, man. Come on, man. We, yeah. we just that, came that, to get some. Kind of we just came to get some bread and lunch meat. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Put your loaf away. Come on, man. Be respectful. <laughs> Did you? I mean, was there actually anything other than hanging out? Did you try the food or anything? Or just or was it just a vibe? No, the the food was pretty much the food court, right? The, whatever's the food court still oh. there. And I thought we said pop up. I thought you meant uh, he popped up and actually served some sort of. Food well, I mean, or... technically, the maid cafe is what is considered a pop up because there's there is actually a physical maid cafe location. So this maid this maid cafe company goes like through events and whatnot. Oh, okay. You know? right. So, so they had like I think they had like seven tables reserved for them. Like if you want to go mm-hmm. to the maid cafe experience. You you were going through those seven tables, even though they didn't do the full experience. Because the full experience for the big cafe involves like games and a stage uh-huh. or whatever. Uh, so, but they were there. They, they 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 did their thing, and there was even a cosplay contest at the end of the day, kind of thing. Did a lot of people show up. Uh, I I would say for the space and the fact that it's free, it, it was a it was a decent amount. It's the it's the, uh-huh. the the most people I've seen in that food court in a very long time. So I guess part of the events, part of the promotional thing of doing this. Kind of works, right? How long did you guys hang out for? I was. We were there for like three hours. 
No, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good investment. All right. Yeah. So, right. and I mean, I didn't really buy anything. I bought food. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like I hope you bought food. Yeah. Oh. And then if and then if you go to my Instagram, I have a picture with, with two of the of the Make Cafe people. So I have that, you know. So, but yeah. Didn't uh, they, didn't they use didn't they do this a few years ago at the University of uh, Fullerton? Oh yeah, no, that was a full on convention. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that was a full on. Con- that was I will consider that a full on convention. Uh, when when they were still doing it. Uh, but the people who were doing it graduated, and so that was it. So, but <laughs> they're like, but, we're done. Yeah, but I, I, but I, I'm makes you wonder if anime socials is a thing that's happening throughout the country. Like, like the only reason why I even knew this existed was because you know my wife showed me the the flyer. So, so yeah, uh, maybe if it's you know it's free if it's nearby, I'll probably go check it out. I like how you said I've been good. Like you know, you're like an alcoholic here. You're binging cocaine or something. <laughs> you're like I've been good lately. I agree. I agree. <laughs> All right. This was episode 556 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this Whoa. has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Network. Derek, once again, thank you for being on the show. Massive pleasure. Thank you for having me.